Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the unification community as Hundukwe. Today we are reading from True Mother, Hak Jahan Moon, an anthology. Book 3, Part 1, Section 10 World Peace and the Role of the International Association of Parliamentarians for Peace This speech was given at a global assembly of the International Association of Parliamentarians for Peace on February 4, 2017 at the Lotte World Hotel in Seoul, Korea. Distinguished guests, esteemed members of the International Association of Parliamentarians for Peace from 120 countries, it is wonderful to see you all. We all wish for a free world, a united, peaceful world. However, if you look at the world's current state, walls exist between religions and cultures, and borders exist between countries. Nations are moving further towards selfishly putting their own benefit first, hindering the pursuit of a united world. What has happened to the wish that you and heaven held? The Important Role of Parliamentarians Originally, the true owner of the world was God. From all created things to all human beings, everything in this world belongs to God. However, people do not realize that. They do not understand the relationship between God and humanity. That is why throughout history, countless divisions and wars between nations have occurred. The selfishness of nations in pursuing only their own interests has pushed harmony and unity far away. This has been the history of civilization. When we look at the reality of the world we live in, we worry that we will be unable to say that the future for our descendants is a hopeful one. If that is the case, it is important for you to fulfill your responsibility. Originally, God the Creator made every other living thing and then made the ancestors of humankind, Adam and Eve. God gave them responsibility. The difficult state of all human beings today is the result of Adam and Eve's inability to fulfill their responsibility. However, because of the principle of creation, God could not just sit back and watch fallen human beings suffer. God originally had a dream for humankind. God wanted to be the true parent of humankind. However, the first ancestors, Adam and Eve, hurt God and thwarted God's dream. Despite that, God could not give up on the dream he had when creating human beings, the dream of embracing all humankind as his children. Therefore, God developed a new plan within the fallen world, and he sent a Messiah who would be able to achieve God's dream and become the victorious ancestor of humankind. In order to fulfill heaven's dream, God chose a people from among those in the fallen world and prepared them for 4,000 years through indemnity, restoration, and education. Ultimately, after 4,000 years, God was able to send His only begotten Son, the Messiah, who could fulfill His dream. However, looking at history, we all know what happened to the only begotten Son of God. If 2,000 years ago the only begotten Son, Jesus, had met the only begotten daughter, they would have become the true parents of all humankind. They would have realized the dream of one family under God through the great Cain-type empire, the Roman Empire. As events transpired, the central figures around Jesus, the people of Israel, that is, central people within Judaism, could not fulfill their responsibility. Jesus had no choice but to take the way of the cross, saying he would return. Jesus said that when he returned, he would hold the marriage supper of the Lamb. Those words meant that after the 2,000 years of Christian history, when the Messiah would finally come, He would find the only begotten daughter and they would become the true parents of all humankind. Tribal messiahs and national messiahs building the kingdom of heaven. When you look at the state of the world today, there is no center. Small nations and larger nations think only of their own interests. In our hearts, we all desire to have a united world, a peaceful, happy, united world. But so many walls block our way. However, today we have gathered here under one great dream, which means that you are dreaming the same dream as true parents are and as God our Creator is. The only path to solving all the difficult problems of the world today is through the advent of the true parents, 
who can heal all the problems of all nations, whether rich or poor. I'm saying that all nations, all of you, must attend God, our Creator, our Heavenly Parent, in your nations in order for world peace to come. God raised true parents through a long period of 6,000 years, through the course of restoration through indemnity. True parents are the only ones who can engraft the wild olive tree to the cultivated olive tree, as described in the Bible. It is only through that, through receiving the marriage blessing from the true parents, that you can stand as God's filial children. Consider this. We who have gathered here today are in a parent-child relationship with God. You can be God's children because the mistakes of our first ancestors, which prevented us from uniting in a parent-child relationship with God, have been rectified through indemnity. The Universal Peace Federation and the International Association of Parliamentarians for Peace will become the ABLE UN in name and in reality. This means that all the problems of the world will heal in reality through true parents. This movement, which will build the kingdom of heaven on earth through educating and healing with a parental heart, is moving forward with the establishment of Chanil Guk. I would like to say today to the members of IAPP from many nations of the world, please become tribal messiahs in your respective nations. I pray that you will become proud national messiahs who will save the people of your nations by educating them through the teachings of the substantial true parents. Will you do that? Thank you. Section 11. How Science Can Help Make a Truly Better World This speech was given at the 2017 International Conference on the Unity of Sciences on February 4, 2017 at the Lotte World Hotel in Seoul, Korea. Developments in modern society have brought humankind abundance. However, the problem we must consider is this. The original owner of the earth is God, our creator. Two parents who helped to realize the ideal of creation. God created all things in the cosmos and then created humankind. He had a dream for the first ancestors of humankind. God gave the first ancestors the responsibility to unite with him during the growth stage. The first ancestors had to absolutely unite with God. However, during the growth stage, Adam and Eve developed self-centered greed. They became greedy for things that were to come later. Due to that, they became the fallen ancestors of humankind who could not unite with God and his purpose of creation. Human history in recent times has been a combination of heaven's hard work and humankind's efforts to correct what went wrong at the beginning. When God created the cosmos, he set up the principle of circulation so it would last for eternity. However, because of humankind's mistakes, our beautiful earth is sick. Throughout human history, wars have continued to break out. Those who already have plenty fight to get even more. Heaven gave us religions so that God could reach and raise humankind again, but those religions lost their original purpose and are fighting, unable to unite. It can be said that the nations that created all these problems, religious, ideological, and territorial disputes, and even the more severe problem of the violation of human rights, are large nations which have the most. When we look at these circumstances, we have to go out and testify correctly about God. God's dream was to become humankind's parent. He wanted to embrace humankind as his children. Even the parents of this world hope for the best for their children. They hope their children succeed. How much more would the Creator God hope for that? There must have been a reason that God was unable to embrace humankind. This was because human beings were unable to fulfill their responsibility. If they had fulfilled their responsibility, they would have been qualified to stand right next to God as his filial children. But that position was lost. The omnipotent, omniscient God cannot change the ideal he held at the time of the creation. Heaven went through great effort to make it possible for someone from among humankind to come, who could understand the providence and who would be ready to go through the course of indemnity. As is explained in the Bible, during a long period of 4,000 years, through the Israelites, 
Conditions to indemnify all the wrongs of the individual, the family, the tribe, and the nation were made. And finally, heaven was able to send the Savior, the Messiah. Jesus, who was sent as the Messiah, came with the mission of establishing the true parents. To become the true parents, not only a man, but also a woman, a bride, was needed. It was the responsibility of Jesus' mother Mary, along with Zechariah's family, Judaic figures, and the people of Israel, to prepare the environment. But they were unable to fulfill their responsibility. If at that time the Israelites had fulfilled their responsibility, Jesus and his family, the new ancestors of humankind, would have been received through the Roman Senate and the world would have embraced and united with them. When people who have been blessed and given responsibilities are unable to fulfill those responsibilities, indemnity will follow. Due to Satan's accusations, Jesus had to go the way of the cross, saying he would return. He said he would return to hold the marriage supper of the Lamb. What does this mean? This means he would return and absolutely become a true parent. Fallen humankind cannot directly go before God. The Bible used this metaphor, comparing fallen humankind with the wild olive tree. The wild olive tree was waiting for its true owner. The owner is the true parent. The true parents will emerge and gain victory over all indemnity. True parents are the ones who will bless humankind and form true families, guiding them to realize the ideal that God held at the time of the creation, God's original plan. Scientists are needed in realizing the kingdom of heaven on earth. If you ask why I am speaking about this to you scientists today, it is because you must understand this. You must know heaven's secrets. You must know God. This planet is God's. It belongs to God. Humankind must also belong to God. You have invented many things in a variety of fields so that we can enjoy abundance in the 21st century. However, the byproducts of many of these inventions endangered the lives of human beings and endangered the lives of all living things in the cosmos. If there is no future for the planet, there is no future for humankind. This is the direction we are heading. We cannot ignore this and focus only on researching things that are needed right now. Due to people's selfish and incorrect thinking, the creation is suffering and is sick. If we had followed the direction God established at the creation, the principle of giving and receiving, no pollution would have developed. In many ways, our scientific civilization has caused much pollution, which threatens the earth. This is the reason I am reviving ICUS. We have to stop the threats to human life and the survival of the planet. In that sense, I know that you love heaven more than anyone else does, and that you have worked with dedication in your areas of research. I am reviving ICUS because your efforts are greatly needed to create one human family centered on God, the kingdom of heaven on earth so that all humankind, all 7.4 billion people, can enjoy healthy lives of freedom, unity, and happiness. Thank you. Section 12. Let us know and attend God. This speech was given at an international conference on May 11, 2015, at the United Nations office in Vienna, Austria. Ladies and gentlemen, I send my warm greetings to you all. It has been 70 years since Korea's independence, 70 years since the establishment of the United Nations, and 70 years since the end of the Second World War. All these dates are no mere coincidence. If we see them as results of heaven's providence, we also can say that the efforts of the United Nations during the 70 years since its founding have not resulted in a world of harmony and freedom. We must know the truth. There is a limit to human thought and action. Humankind is also part of the creation. This implies that there is a creator greater than humankind. Hence, we must know the absolute God. What was God's ideal for his creation? Why didn't that ideal come about? Though the number of member nations in the United Nations has increased to 193 today, the United Nations has not been able to guide all member nations in one direction. From this standpoint, it is necessary that we know what is true. 
a movement to attend God must be instituted within the United Nations. Within the creation, God is the parent of humankind. No matter how many siblings there may be, they can all become one if they attend and serve the parents. We must be able to find such a path. The purpose of the 2,000-year Christian history was to welcome the returning Lord in the last days. Who is the returning Messiah? The returning Messiah is the one who, along with his bride, is to become the true parents. After the creation, God wanted to become the true parents through the first human ancestors. Once that had happened, the world naturally would have become one great family under God. Can war exist in such a world? What about religious conflict or disputes between nations over territory? Hence, the problems that are arising around the world and inflicting pain today will all be resolved if we attend true parents at the center. I believe that the United Nations should take the lead in letting the whole world know this truth. The problems of the Korean Peninsula, Asian issues, and every conceivable problem in the world can be solved. We should all participate in this endeavor toward one world. We should no longer wander in the midst of providential history, but should work toward realizing a world where we can all live sincerely and according to our original nature for eternity. Even though in most cases our earthly lives do not exceed 100 years, our lives in the spiritual world are eternal. Our God is an absolute, eternal, and unchanging being. Will you reject the course to become God's sons and daughters? I sincerely hope everyone becomes God's child. My desire is that you all take the lead, not only in resolving the Korean reunification problem, but also in bringing peace to the entire world. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Tune in tomorrow for a reading of The Leading Role for the Foundation of the Unified Homeland.